Thanks so much, Amy. We're at 88.1 FM in Vancouver, 690 AM also in the Lower Mainland. Uh, as I say, my name's Chris Brown. I'm filling in for Rick Clough while he's off this week. It's now 12 minutes past six on the early edition. The U.S. National Transportation Safety Board has condemned Enbridge over its handling of an oil spill in Michigan two years ago. A pipeline operated by the company dumped more than 3 million litres of oil into the Kalamazoo River. It led to the most expensive onshore cleanup in U.S. history. The report's findings are putting the spotlight on the safety of oil pipelines in the U.S. and in Canada. Sean Carrage has researched and written on the history of pipeline spills in Alberta. He teaches Canadian and environmental history at York University, and he's with me on the phone right now. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. So what was your reaction when you read the, uh, the words that the uh, NTSB used to describe what happened in Michigan? Well, the NTSB uh, had a few interesting uh, remarks in response to the 2010 spill in Michigan. Uh, the first was that it noted that there had been a more than 17-hour delay between the first alarms that a spill had occurred somewhere along the pipeline and when Enbridge finally responded to the spill. Uh, and the second notable uh, remark from the NTSB uh, was that the cause of the pipeline rupture, which was attributed to corrosion, had been uh, indicated as a potential problem to Enbridge as early as 2004, and that the company had experienced a similarly catastrophic oil spill in 1991 near Grand Rapids, which I think underlines the importance of understanding the history of oil pipeline spills. And, and just put some perspective for that 17-hour delay. I mean, it's obviously not supposed to take 17 hours to, to get that kind of notification. During that period of time, of course, it allows for more oil to leak out of the pipeline into the surrounding environment. So uh, what, what do those findings tell you, I guess, about the company's response and, and I guess about the reliability of, of, of the safety measures to deal with, uh, with moving oil through pipelines? Well, the NTSB's recommendations uh, suggested specifically for Enbridge that it reevaluate its safety precautions, which is somewhat surprising given uh, not just that company's history with oil pipeline spills, but the broader history of oil pipeline spills across the network in Canada and the northern United States. Um, there have been multiple thousands of spills since the early 1970s uh, across uh, Canadian pipelines and American pipelines. Um, and particularly the pipelines uh, for Enbridge. Just the year before the spill in Michigan, Enbridge's own public disclosure reports showed uh, 103 pipeline spills totaling uh, 8,441 barrels of oil spilled across its network in 2009. Uh, so it seems surprising that there wasn't a more robust uh, safety precaution system in place in advance of the spill in Michigan. Are you able to speak at all to sort of what the company's um, I don't know, reputation, if you will, was and how, like how, how good had it handled spills in the past? Well, I don't think uh, Enbridge's track record is uh, that different from other oil pipeline companies. Uh, Canada has experienced many thousands of oil pipeline ruptures in the past. If we look just at the most recent past on oil pipelines that are regulated by the National Energy Board in Canada, mm -hmm. between 2000 and 2009, there were 427 liquid hydrocarbon spills totaling 10.1 million litres of oil. And in Alberta, on the network administered by the Energy Resources and Conservation Board, there were 1,647 pipeline spills totaling 27.7 million litres of oil. So this happens at a quite frequent rate. Um, they're far more common than I think we recognize in the public. Hmm. So then how, how should we, I guess, interpret the NTSB report, given 
those numbers. I, I guess I'm wondering how, what's your take on how angry, worried, upset, concerned, pick your adjective, people should be about this? raises uh, appropriate alarm about the need for the review of safety precautions on the uh, side of pipeline corporations, but it also made significant recommendations to audit the regulators in the United States, and I uh, expect that a similar kind of audit, audit would be appropriate in Canada for the two biggest regulators of oil pipelines, the National Energy Board uh, as the federal regulator and the Energy Resources and Conservation Board of Alberta especially given that there were three significant oil pipeline ruptures in Alberta within the last month and a half. Mm -hmm. And last year, there was a pipeline spill near Little Buffalo, Alberta, which was 28,000 barrels of oil, 8,000 more barrels of oil spilled than the spill in Michigan. Gee, and that one was the biggest in the U.S. Uh, Now, tell me about, um, I guess, pipeline monitoring here in Canada. I mean, do we do do a good job of that? Who, who, Who does it? Well, the remarks of the NTSB uh, yesterday have direct implications for Canada's pipeline monitoring uh, system because, of course, it's the same system. Uh, Pipelines are monitored by the uh, oil corporations that run the pipeline. So Enbridge has a monitoring center based out of Alberta, which monitors its entire network, including pipelines within Canada. So the failures of that pipeline monitoring system outlined in the NTSB report apply equally to pipelines in Canada. Hmm. So do the Americans... I mean, I'm trying to figure out, do the Americans do it better than we do? Are we better than them? Can you make an assessment on that? Well, one thing that I think the regulator in the United States does a little bit better is disclosing public information about pipeline spills. The NTSB records for the 2010 Michigan spill alone total 5,000 pages of documents, which include transcripts of interviews, photographs, detailed statistical data on the spill, and it even live-streams its meetings and press events online. When we compare that to investigation reports by the ERCB, for example, the investigation reports that the ERCB makes public are typically between maybe 30 and 40 pages in length, Mm -hmm. offering general statistical information uh, and not nearly the same amount of public disclosure as the regulators do uh, provide to the public in the United States. So that's one major difference between Canada and the United States in terms of regulation of pipelines. Well, I can't let you go without talking about a couple of the big projects, particularly the Northern Gateway, which is an Enbridge proposal cutting through the centre of BC here, and as well as the Keystone XL, that's another a proposed pipeline. How much trust do you think Canadians should have that these pipelines would be safe? Well, it's difficult to say that an oil pipeline is safe. I think it's more accurate to say that an oil pipeline is the least dangerous uh, transportation system for shipping a hazardous material like oil. All oil pipelines are risky, and to understand the risks associated with oil pipelines, I think we need to look at the problem from a historical perspective, trying to look at the record of past oil spills. And from that, I think we can see that there's a little bit more frequency of oil spills than I think the public is aware of. If we look at the NED system, uh, in 2009 alone, there were one, uh, well, there was one liquid hydrocarbon spill every 6.9 days on the network, totaling 1.4 million liters of oil spilled in 2009. And in Alberta, on the ERCB-regulated network, uh, there was a pipeline failure once every 1.4 days, totaling a spill of 3.4 million liters over the course of a single year. So understanding these volumes of spills, understanding where the spills take place, and the product type that's involved in the spills is especially important for the communities along the path proposed to these pipelines in British Columbia and in the United States. Look, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much.
Thank you. That's Sean Karaj. He teaches Canadian and environmental history at York University. 20 minutes now past six on the early edition.